Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. And without ado, let's get into the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm really excited about today's guest, Lori Swanson. She's actually an uh, alumnus of University of Texas at Austin. And um, she's helping women in tech who are in career transition use their skills and passion to become their own boss. I just got done interviewing another entrepreneur helping coaching career transitions. So I'm really happy about this topic, especially in these times. So Lori, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Um, tell people you know, about your background, your story, and how you come to do what you do. Sure. So as you said, I, I'm a, I went to the University of Texas in Austin. I graduated with a degree in business with an emphasis on information technology. And after graduation, uh, became a software engineer. So that's how I, I uh, you know, started. I was working for a small um, startup software firm that was creating municipal software for cities, you know, billing, utility billing, things like that. But we, um, we were struggling financially with the product I was on. So I was laid off. And when I got laid off, I really saw it as a blessing because I wasn't having all that much fun. And I wasn't sure if it was because I didn't like coding, if I didn't like the culture, but I chose to decide to use uh, recruiters to help me find more of a blend technology. I didn't want to throw technology out the window, but with more customer facing sales focused roles. And yeah. that landed me in recruiting, and uh, which I didn't even know was a career, but it became really my passion. And I grew a multi-million dollar information technology recruiting firm focused on both um, men and women, um, you know, helping companies from scaling startups to Fortune 50 build their technology teams from, you know, all levels, all the way from software engineers up to CIOs. And then as that was going, you know, I got married, I had a couple of kids, sort of started to, as my kids got a little bit older, have to think about what was going to be next for me. So I was either going to choose to go, because I had pulled back for actually probably a decade. I was still running my business. I still had employees, but I wasn't growing my business. I was maintaining it because I was focused on the kids and being part of their lives. And so when they got a little bit older and I was thinking, okay, it's either go all back in with my recruiting company and grow that again or something different. And so I was in a career sort of reset, as I like to call it, and did a lot of exploring different things like that and eventually found my path in coaching. So I do coach women in tech who are in career transformation of some sort either to become their own boss. Uh, so the reset can is unique to, <clears throat> to everyone, really. They might want to stay where they're at, but they want to become more visible in the organization by doing speaking or maybe joining some paid boards. Or their reset might be that they want to do a traditional job search and 
join a scaling startup or get into corporate Fortune 50 where they've always been in smaller companies, or they may want to start to straddle corporate and begin to build their exit strategy as their own boss, as an entrepreneur, it's some, you know, part-time, full-time, who knows, right? So that's what I do now. So I, I coach through a group program called Career Reset, and I also coach through one-on-one. Oh, I love that. And we're going to talk about a lot of the different things. But um, one thing that we were talking about, especially with the, was this idea, there's women in tech ready for career transitions. There's a lot of men and women in healthcare ready for a career transition. Um, it's good that you have narrowed it down to such a niche audience because that helps you, you know, create and create craft your, you know, compelling MVP, your story. So one thing is uh, talking about is um, how can you take your passions and skills and use them to become your own boss? Well, I think that um, it's almost a prerequisite. being an entrepreneur is that you have to believe in how you're serving your community. You have to believe in the product or service that you're delivering at a level where you really, you know, I can talk about the business school stuff, you know, the MVP and, and the, um, you know, and all of that and, and having, uh, you know, a product. But what I really think is that we are real true satisfaction real it comes from being led sort of from the inside out and that means uh i think of passions as sort of the finely inspired sparks that continue to point you in the direction that you're going so at the journey of an entrepreneur or the journey you know in any stem career probably any career it has its ups and downs and rights and lefts and so if you can stay anchored to your center through your passions and through that inner compass, then even the downs are sort of fun, you know? Yeah. And one thing that's very common among physicians, because I work with physicians and um, they always talk about, they use their particular skill set, you know, to do a procedure, or, you know, see a patient, you know, whatnot. But uh, you can actually use a lot of those skills in into other areas, such as consulting or um, entrepreneurship invest, you can do a lot of different things. So um, talk about this idea of cross pollination, because it's kind of this, um, especially in healthcare, it's a fixed mindset. So, you know, people, they, they they need to be aware of, you know, your skills can be transferred. So I, yeah, I like to say that, you know, way more than you think, you know, if you have, you know, an idea of pursuing, even as you're a physician, but there's something uh, pulling you a little bit into an entrepreneurial mindset. There are lots of portable skills that we actually, in my program, do something called connect the dots, uh, connect your career dots, which is a method looking at throughout, not just your career after you got out of med school or out of, you know, uh, out of college, but all the way back and really looking at, oh, wow, you know, I was very passionate as a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout or in 4A, volunteering at my church. And what was it about that? What came out of me? What skills, gifts, and abilities? Uh, I actually say gifts, abilities, and skills, your gas, you know, your fuel. 
So what gifts, abilities, and skills came out of each of these, even from having a paper route or having a, you know, being a, a, a babysitter at one point, like what was it out of that, that, um, that, you know, really lit you up, really inspired you again, sort of you were passionate about what did you learn out of it? What have you taken with you? And now let's look at all of those and figure out what are the ones that you want to continue to develop, bring forward, use, because you can be good at something, but that doesn't mean you want to keep doing it. You know, especially in tech, you, you because you're the best, you know, Python coder around, <laughs> there's a point in which you might not want to keep being that go-to person around Python. You're happy to mentor and all that, but you actually, you've reached that zone of excellence. If you've ever read Gay Hendricks' book, which is a pretty fantastic book, The Big Leap, he talks about these four levels and the zone of excellence is the level which is well within your comfort zone. And you want to be in your zone of genius where you're pushing up against and outside of your comfort zone and continuing to grow and learn and not only serve others, but serve yourself through the work you're doing in the world. Mm, yeah, very, it's so, um, I think in these days and age, people are just, um, I, was, I was listening to this webinar by um, the CEO of Robin Hood, and he was talking about these days, people want to work for themselves. They don't want to work for companies. They want to control their time and their income. But then we still have this kind of this um, link paradigms from the industrial age. So how did you find the confidence to change careers and uh, push forward, take the leap, the big leap? Yeah. That, that's a great book as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that uh, when I first became an entrepreneur, I, uh, I was sort of young and dumb. <laughs> so I really <laughs> didn't know much. I just, um, I was in corporate and it was I was unhappy. I had I had been a recruiter working for a firm, was their top rep, you know, straight commission sale, was very successful, but I felt like I wanted to go into corporate. I wanted to sell a product versus a service. And so that's what I did. I went into software sales, so still tech focused, but software sales. And in corporate America, I found myself just really unhappy. I didn't like a lot of the red tape. I didn't like the lack of creativity that was it present in the couple of companies that it was very much here's how we do it now flourish your way that you know within this very narrow and I'm I'm I think I am a natural entrepreneur because I like to try things out I do not worry too much most of the time about failure or about uh, doing things wrong I, if it sounds fun to me I'm doing it right even not always probably thinking as practically about the, the financial investment as maybe I should, but it's always paid off in one way or another, either through, you know, lessons learned or through uh, what you would consider a successful endeavor. So then I was running my business and, and making good money with my team and all of that, and then had the kids. And then as I was thinking about what was next, there was a real sense of, uh, fear that came up because I was considering leaving something that I had built for 20 years that was kind of running itself, that provided a good income. And I was thinking about going into coaching, which has got, you know, everywhere there's people who 
uh, overnight successes, but there's, you have to sort of think about it as that this is, um, you know, that give yourself time, time. And I talk about this with, um, in the coaching um, that you want to give yourself the time to learn and to grow and, and so that you can slow down so you, you can um, not put all that pressure on yourself. So I started thinking about it as, okay, this is really, you know, could be three years of building. And what does that mean to us financially? What does that, you know, what does that mean? And I, I was scared, but I took the leap anyways. And I gave myself, you know, that longer time in it, to do it. And I did have some money set aside, uh, but but in my first business, I, this is actually my third. So I had a partnership too, a recruiting partnership before I went on my own. And my very first business, which was the partnership, I borrowed money from my parents. The second business, I bootstrapped, you know, so I, I did my own thing. And this one, I um, it bootstrapped as well. So, But I planned a little differently because I put money away that would um, keep me going for a year. And then I've been just slowly but surely building it and not looking back. Yeah, it's funny. It's uh, I always tell clients this story or when I'm speaking that um, in, in, I Cause I love, I loved med-, med school. It was like, it was like my dream, it was like my dream. Mm-hmm. To go to. And uh, like, and I loved being at Rice and um, the, you know, the whole uh, research. And then, and then I, st- and then I step into uh, um, New Jersey hospital. My first day of residency, I'm like, uh, I have this WTF moment. And I just, cause mm-hmm. I did not like being told what to do by an arbitrary person. And you know all this bureaucracy and just inefficiency. It just like it was. Yep. Uh, oh. Yeah, same thing. I mean, I felt really like boxed in and thinking to myself, "Gosh, I think we could maybe do things a little better here." And that's when I said, <laughs> "Okay, you know, then do it. Create your own business where you can try things out and see what works and see what doesn't." And there's lots to be learned. I, even when you're talking about transferable skills is in corporate when you're thinking about maybe coming an entrepreneur, but you're still in corporate or, you know, even in a hospital, you can start to look around and see what are some of the best practices that you can bring with you. And then what is it that you don't like? And then as an entrepreneur, you get to make it, make it however you want to make it. Yeah. It was so, yeah, that's it. That's quite interesting. And then basically you just have to take a leap. It's like skydiving. It's like, you either stay on the plane or you get off and, you know, ultimately, you know, you have a parachute and all that, but it's just kind of like, you know, it's that fear. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, um, like I said, when I was younger, I just, I didn't have a mortgage. I didn't have kids. I just (laughs) didn't have a lot of the things that I had when I was thinking about, you know, college and retirement, basic, much bigger bills. and, And so I was a little, more cautious, I would say, but not for very long, because again, there was something inside of me that said, just do it. You know, you're not having fun with recruiting anymore. You were good at, it was that zone of of excellence again, that Gay Hendricks talks. I was good at it, very good at it, but I wasn't passionate about it. I wasn't loving it. It wasn't challenging me in the the way that, you know, in a good way. So I I just said, okay, let's go. Yeah, there was this great talk by uh, Ken Griffin, the CEO of um, Citadel, yeah. and he's basically talking about what you said, that when you're younger, take more risks because that's when you don't have a spouse yeah. or kids or a mortgage, and that's, you know, you have time. You have time to recover. You learn a lot. 
and you know maybe you you have a you know a one one hit wonder you know huge success and um so um really interesting talking about taking the leap um and now you you are really focused on the women you know not to be biased or anything but what are the challenges females in tech face when it comes to their careers well i think you know you can't pretty much read the news without knowing uh we're still in a decades-long battle for gender equity pay equity you know microaggressions are going on consistent you know the uh the gaslighting happens uh, sexism happens racism happens ageism happens weightism happens you know so there's lots of um Lots of that happening out there, and there's so much more than that, you know, that's possible. And there's so many people that will support you. And um, and I often think that even in the challenges, you know, we grow our metal and we become uh, a much better um, path blazer for those coming up behind us. And so it's worth doing even, and within corporate, you know, for all the reasons we've already talked about, but, and for the reasons I just mentioned, it can be difficult. And especially as the woman gets older in tech, there's, you know, I like, oh, you know, the older women don't know how to pick up new tech or the older people. It's not just women, but the old, the older set isn't good at, you know, picking up new tech, which is a fallacy. You know, there's, it's lots of it is based on unconscious bias which we're, and it's unconscious, so we're not fully aware of it. And without checking our bias and really saying, hmm, you know, am I making an assumption here? Is this based on, you know, on anything in reality? And perhaps, you know, so I think it's hard. I mean, I get a lot of women one-on-one that I'm coaching with that are at a certain point, age point, and they are talking about the realities of feeling like they're not getting past the first round interview because of their age. And I think that's going to be something you're going to be hearing more and more and more about. Uh, mm-hmm. Pay equity doesn't go away. We're still, um, you know, very much working towards uh, having that. But I think you're going to hear more and more just as because the boomers and, and the millennials and getting older, you know, corporate America has flaws. That's all I can say. And, you know, with all the problems with corporate America, all the isms that you it's uh, it's not a bet. It's the best time to be an entrepreneur. Yeah go out, you know, especially after COVID, basically COVID paved the way for people to become entrepreneurs. And then, uh, so, you know, COVID was a bad thing, but it's also a good thing too. The other question is how can people, because a lot of physicians, they've actually, I talked to one physician on my podcast and she's actually healthcare recruiting for, you know, other or similar to what you're doing. So yeah. how can people follow you? Um, check out your social media, check out your work, contact you, et cetera. So I'm a big user of LinkedIn. So definitely uh, find me out on on LinkedIn, Lori Swanson. Uh, I think it's Lori Swanson Career Coach on uh, LinkedIn. And then my website, inspiretech.com. And I'm sure you put these all in the show notes. And yeah. then, uh, you know, I'm on Instagram as well and Facebook. That's just more fun stuff. Yeah. But LinkedIn's where I'm sharing more of the day-to-day and I love connecting with people. I have a free event coming up October 10th, 11th, and 12th. It's an hour a day. It's a workshop called Unlocking Your Career Confident. That'll be fun, all with one simple thought. So that's what I'll be teaching on in that in that 
program. And I've uh, my career reset program launches October 17th, 2023. And then we do it three or four times a year, depending on the calendar. So we do continue to repeat it. Nice. Yeah. It sounds like, uh, in, um, you know, know a lot of the audience out there, female executives, physicians, you know, lawyers, professionals, you know, uh, definitely if, uh, what Lori said resonates with you, which will, um, all of, her resources will be in the links and show notes. She's got a couple of free events coming. Check those out. Check out her social media, her work, and reach out to her. And with that, it was a really fantastic conversation. Yes, yes, Christopher. I really enjoyed it. And uh, great questions. It was fun. Thank you. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week.